When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Sports Day. Frio Focus now and first a WAFL update thanks to the Kia Nero, available as a hybrid or full electric model. And Jeff Valentine, the Peel Thunder coach, as the season rolls on, Jeffrey, you must be happy, mate. How are you? Yeah, look, yeah, really happy. Um, yeah, great win on the weekend. We sort of spluttered away a little bit there at the start, did a Coughlin spluttering, but um, yeah, got going after half time. And yeah, anytime you, you can win a final down at South Fremantle Ovals, um, yeah, day you've got to take and enjoy. Jeff, the prospect of winning on Sunday and then again and then again, I, I'm guessing as a coach, you're not looking that far ahead, but uh, have you got the group that feels as if you're building? We certainly thought that in the second half against South Fremantle last Sunday? Yeah, look, absolutely, Mark. Yeah, look, we think our form's been pretty good over the last sort of eight or nine, ten weeks sort of thing. We, we lost the game to West Perth in um, sort of really wet, sort of heavy conditions, but we we felt that we were pretty good that day. We were strong in the contest, and um, sort of since then, I think we, we lost the game to Claremont, um, up at Claremont a few weeks ago where we gave up a sort of 45-point start early but chased them down within seven. And, um, you know, I think that might be our only loss in that time. So, yeah, no, look, our form's good. Good, healthy list to pick from. And, um, yeah, it's the time of year you want to be playing. That being said, we had the Channel 7 cameras in the rooms after the match and caught some great audio of you. And it was terrific to, to be a fly on the wall. But you did say at the start of it uh, you thought the boys had played like busted backside, so to speak. Well, I'm paraphrasing. In the first half. Yeah, look, yeah, well, and, you know, probably a little bit remiss of me not to give a South Man a little bit of credit there. You know, they were really able to play their game sort of sloiced and very uh, um, sort of through the middle part of the ground. You know, they are really strong and contested, and, and we just couldn't get our hands on the ball. Um, you know, the, the contest was all South Man, and we weren't moving the ball particularly well either. But, um, no, nah, look, thankfully the boys just sort of hung in long enough, the back's really scrapped and we're sort of, you know, and, and we've got to say we've probably let off the hook a little bit with South Fremantle, sort of not converting some of the chances they had early. But now I thought our boys really cashed in when we got a little bit of momentum in that third quarter. Blair Bell and Lloyd Meek really sort of put the the, the boys on their back and they're a couple of big backs to, to carry the team and we, we got going and then I thought it was a really good win from there. Yeah, it was an outstanding win. And Sturt, it was really quiet. He got going, didn't he? I know he ended with the 3-3, but he was hardly sighted early in the match when South Fremantle, as you say, did have plenty of opportunity and um, he finished off the game strongly. Yeah, look, it was really pleasing for, for Sam. You know, he hasn't had the, the year that he would have liked in terms of, um, you know, consistent performance. But, um, no, look, over the last two games, I think if you count the Swan Districts game as an elimination final, which for all intents and purposes it was, he... He kicked four in the first half that day and really set it up. And um, and when we needed him on the weekend, he, he was the sort of forward that um, was able to really hit the scoreboard. So, no, nah, really pleasing for him to, to find a way when he was sort of battling and then be able to turn that around. 
Uh, when it comes to the number of players, and look, Skeet and I have talked about this a little bit uh, since Fremantle have been knocked out. We believe that uh, there is 12 players that you can play. That's assuming that they'd qualified during the season. What do the numbers look like now? We know that Jai Amos has gone uh, for the rest of the season. What does the rest of the Fremantle side of the equation look like? Yeah, so 12, yeah. Well, we can play 12, and I think there's sort of 14 available. Um, what might be certain, Seb, um, Seb Jewek and, uh, and and Roy Benning, unfortunately, haven't played enough league games of football. It's a little quirky rule where, where reserve grade games don't um, sort of qualify, so they, they won't be up for selection this week, unfortunately. Trey Bennell also, with that head knock concussion, he misses. And as you said, no Amos, no Tabiner either. So you're going to have a new look or a different looking forward line. Yeah, look, we'll bring in a couple of um, big fellas from Peel. You know, Benny Middleton's played oh, half a dozen games. Um, sort of Luke Polson kicked a couple of goals that really sort of gave us momentum when we played up at um, Claremont. Uh, big Riley Smith, you know, and unfortunately for Riley, he's almost sort of mirroring um, sort of Lloyd Meeks. Um, sort of season, he's he's dominant at reserve grade level, but we sort of, you know, his forward craft is probably not quite uh, enough to take the warrant um, in playing as a forward, and you're a little bit reluctant to take Miki out, but that'll give us some, some we'll have to put a lot of thought into how we balance up with those three tools, and you, you can see certainly that definitely one of them, and, and possibly even two of them, will come in this week. You mentioned Meek, his finals form terrific, uh, rival clubs are looking at him. The Dockers obviously would like to keep him. Uh, how much growth and improvement have you seen in your short time with him this season? Yeah, look at an enormous amount there. Skeet, yeah, he, he's just a hard-working, um, you know, diligent young fella, ripping young man. Um, yeah, he, he takes notes on all the ruckmen that he comes up with. Um, he sets himself up for success. Um, so, yeah, look, he's he's been enormous for us. So, you know, I don't... I don't know the best and fairest voting, but I'd be very surprised if he wasn't um, sort of leading ours down here. Um, and that's even, you know, with his sort of three or four games that he's missed through through AFL duty. So, um, no, he's, he's been a dominant force at waffle level. And, yeah, look, we're, we're really thankful to have him, that's for sure. Beautiful, mate. Thank you very much for joining us briefly. We know that uh, you have training tonight. Thank you very much for your time. Take care and good luck. Pleasure, man. Go well. Good on you. Jeff Valentine there, the Peel Thunder coach. They take on Claremont, and that time has changed. Just a reminder, it's on Sunday, and it is in advance of the rescheduled Brown Low Medal. Revo Fitness Stadium is where the action will unfold from 10 past 2. And on Saturday, the other semi-final, it's West Perth taking on East Fremantle at Pentanet Stadium up there at Joondalup. That also getting underway on the Saturday at 10 past 2. And we round out our waffle Update, thanks to the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid and all-electric. You can see more at kia.com.au and move straight into our AFLW preview with AFLW coach Afreo Trent Cooper. Welcome, Trent. Welcome, boys. Thanks for having me. Much better performance, mate. Uh, must be more satisfied, obviously, than uh, the disaster back there in round two. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, we didn't get the result we were chasing, but um, a lot of the things that we, we worked on in the short break, uh, it, we showed a lot of improvement and it was more like our brand of footy. So there's still things to improve on, but we think we're on the right track. Uh, personnel or your style of play, what do you think was the difference to an improved performance, Trent? Uh, no, definitely the style of play. The personnel hasn't changed. Uh, no, we, we've got who we've got at the moment. Um, but with this, yeah, with that interrupted pre-season with a few of the players not even been able to train, uh, that was sort of... Uh, uh, probably a big 
reason why we didn't perform to our anywhere near our capabilities in the first two rounds. So we've got players missing, but that still wasn't an excuse for how we played in rounds one and two. So on the weekend, it was a lot more pleasing to see us play our brand of footy, and hopefully we can take that forward this week into Carlton. In a brief uh, nutshell, you, I mean, you're improving, but time gets away from you in a season, doesn't it? If you, you lose your first three, you, you can't have too many more slip-ups in the first half of the season, otherwise it gets really tough. Yeah, no, definitely it's the, uh, yeah, the nature of the 10-game season that every game uh, in some ways is like a final, so uh, yeah, no doubt about that. But to be honest, after our first two games, we just needed to get back on track and start playing some, some better footy, so we sort of probably weren't talking about finals or anything like that at that stage and just trying to, uh, to get back to doing what we can do. And um, hopefully, yeah, like we said, we can play that style, get a bit more uncontested possession this week because we've been struggling in that area uh, against Carlson, which we'll, we'll need to do to beat a team like Carlson. The good part is that when you're playing Carlton this week, uh, with where they're at right now, I mean, they've had that one victory in the draw. So sitting just outside the eight right now, it's a good opportunity for you to, to keep progressing the way that you are. But uh, right now, it seems to be, uh, Trent, from where I sit anyway, with the sides down the bottom, which includes Hawthorne, Sydney and yourselves, along with Port Adelaide, winless, comparing, say, to Brisbane, Collingwood, Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs, there seems to be a fairly lopsided competition developing. I know it's only early. Uh, yes and no. I think I think there is when you talk about like you, know, you say the Bulldogs are at the top and we're down the bottom, but there's only three points in that game. Um, but I think the likes of Brisbane and Melbourne do definitely look uh, sort of yes classes above, particularly those other expansion sides that you just mentioned at this stage. Um, but they have to start somewhere and they'll start to come into their own over the next year or two. But there definitely does seem to be a, a bit of a divide. But the way the fixtures work, the, the latter should be fairly close. Um, throughout the year, it'll be yeah, tough to make the finals, and it'll be interesting. It'll go down right to the wire to see which eight teams do get to to play in November. Uh, do McKay and Harrington, a couple of the key players at uh, the Blues, do you try and quell their influence? How are you going to approach the game this week? Yeah, Nikki Gore did a really good job for us on Ellie Blackburn on the weekend. She kept. Um, kept Blackburn down to 190 metres gain, which is very low for her. So that's an option that we've got. Harrington, uh, well, sorry, Peterson, that's just, she's married, so she's changed her name. She plays, uh, she's moved from the back line up to the wing, and she's a really good player. I think one of the most underrated players in the competition. Last week she had 400 metres gain, plenty of score involvements, and she went at 90% efficiency. So it's, it's not easy to run with a wing, but we, our wings have to be definitely be aware of her and make sure that she doesn't... Uh, doesn't influence the game as much as what she did last week. You know, those players changing their names after they get married, Coops, it confuses a few of us uh, along the way. But uh, the bottom line is, need to know when you're getting some of your stars back uh, from injury. Uh, Gabby O'Sullivan should be back this week. So she had a very slight hamstring strain and uh, it was touch and go whether she played last week, but she didn't. But she'll be back this week. Um, and Roxy Rue, who we had, was out of the side for a week. She went back. We got to play some match in with three other sides in Victoria, and she was really good in that game. So we're looking forward to her coming back into the side and hopefully uh, playing to the level that we know that she can. Thanks, Coops. Good luck on Saturday. No worries. Thanks, Bye, boys.
Good on you, Trent Cooper there, coach of the Freo Dockers. Take on Carlton on Saturday down there at Fremantle Community Bank. Oval 12-10 is bounced down. The West Coast Eagles in action earlier that morning. They are away at Giants Stadium. Ten past nine Western Standard Time. Just uh, back to old <laughs> Colts times there. And the Derby yet to be moved. Um, that is the public holiday. Uh, at the moment, still scheduled for 7pm at Optus Stadium. Now, I know that uh, there were some issues here uh, in actually fixturing it on the say the Friday because there's already four games there uh, and of course they're not going to put it on grand final day at this point so maybe move to the Wednesday but likely at this point a little bit earlier in the day might be the case but uh, still at the moment the AFLW Derby is scheduled at Optus Stadium on Thursday September 22 at 7pm. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.